Good morning, everyone. Welcome to We Could Talk About This All Day Long. I'm Kathy, your host this morning, and I'm missing my good friend and co-host Lauren, who is taking some much-needed self-care today, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. But for those of you tuning in who haven't listened to us yet or are new, just a little bit about We Could Talk About This All Day Long. This was born from a dream, a long-time dream of mine, and Lauren and I met um, last year and then again over the summer, and a friend put us together and said, hey, you both want to do podcast, and sure enough, we had a similar vision about getting together and having intimate conversations about all sorts of topics in life. I think a lot of what are we chewing on, what are we working through on our own, that are really topics that relate to so many of us and conversations that really engage community. Uh, So this is what we're doing here. And we have meandered through a variety of subjects from feeling our feelings, to breakups, to boundaries, self-compassion. When you know it's time for something new, that is listening to your calling, figuring out what's next, a whole array of topics that we don't necessarily plan out. I mean, we have a sort of map, and then I think a lot of times what I'm seeing is that we talk about things that are coming up in our own lives that we're curious about. We've also had listeners like you write in to us and say, hey, will you talk about self-compassion or will you talk about doing nothing? And we love to get those requests. So keep them coming because we'll keep, uh, you know, unfolding with these topics. So anyway, I'm Kathy and I am one of the hosts of We Can Talk About This All Day Long. I have a real passion for asking questions, for connecting with people in intimate ways. And what I mean is I'm so much more comfortable in quiet conversations than in big crowds. Um, And it just resonates with me to have these sort of deeper dialogues and um, that can take us through deep places, deep waters, and also silly light places. So it's just the idea of discovery through conversation that I really love. And outside of doing this, I have a day job at a wonderful nonprofit in people operations where I get to do work with people, yes, in having conversations and coaching and so on, and also a little bit in finance. And then I also have a small coaching practice um, that is something that I have a lot of passion about in working with individuals on life and career and all that meanders along that path. So my dear co-host and who has become a really good friend, Lauren, is out today and made the decision this morning to do what's most important, which is to take care of herself. She shared a bit about some recent health challenges that have come up for her. She shared that in last week's episode on self-compassion and I think just made a 
fantastic choice this morning. She called me and she said, is it okay if I if I don't do this this morning? And my response is, of course it's okay. First of all, we're here for each other to support each other and remind each other that self-care, self-compassion is priority. And to turn up on the show when she is not feeling well is not what's needed. So I hope with me you'll wish Lauren well and and a good healing and lots of rest, and that's what she's up to today. So Lauren, we miss you, uh, and so glad that you're following your heart and your mind and taking good care of yourself, practicing self-compassion. So as I'm writing solo today, I'll let you know right up front, this is improv. I don't have a big plan of what I'm going to talk about. And it felt important to me to go ahead and do the show. And I haven't had this experience before, so I thought, jump in and let's have it. And on the docket today, we were going to talk about uh, doing nothing, which I will get to, and our first experimenting in the practice of doing nothing. But I thought it would also be interesting what Lauren and I were chewing on was just sort of circling back on topics we've already talked about so far in this year, and meaning 2023, just since early January. And so Lauren, we'll invite you to chime in next time with uh, where you are with just Um, that word of intention and uh, we see and hear you practicing self-compassion today which is fantastic and also you know on boundaries and and really extending back into 2022 just our own learnings and um, discoveries and I think what's coming up for me in this podcast that feels like such a gift and what resonates so deeply is it is an opportunity for, I'll just call it more therapy, uh, just having these conversations with Lauren and then hearing from our listeners and then being out in the community with friends. These topics are pertinent. They're on the stove, so to speak. And just finding these ahas along the way of learnings and, oh my gosh, I get it, uh, is really a gift, uh, for lack of a better way to describe it. And so this morning I thought I'd circle back on something because a friend said, hey, you never told us what happened when you went climbing. So I think it was two or three episodes ago. I announced, I said on this podcast that I was going to do the thing that scared me, which was return to the climbing gym. And indeed, that's what I did that day. So I remember sharing that I definitely had feelings of anxiety. I had feelings of fear, not just about getting on the wall again, really about walking in by myself and not so much, I may have even said, you know, being alone in this gym, which I like being alone sometimes, well, often, but the idea that those fear, those fears of judgment that can come in, like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing on the wall. And for me, the inner voice of self-judgment, my inner self-critic, which can just be profoundly 
challenging um, to ride out and to ride with, to identify and to say, hey, uh, I need you to leave right now. So I went, I rode my bike down, which always makes me feel good. And I went in and was met with just a super friendly uh, guy at the gym and told him, you know, I hadn't been in a year and a half. And if you remember the last time I went, I, uh, which was October of 21, I hurt myself, um, my shoulder, by being so tight and scared uh, when I was up high on something that wasn't even too challenging, but I was so in my head telling myself how scared I was that I just froze in my body and literally my shoulder froze. And with the help of my incredible PT and now dear friend I've healed and doing lots of exercise and stretching and so on so I'm really grateful for that and I thought so there's literal fear of hurting myself again there's fear of getting scared on the wall there's fear of like I said just walking back into the gym and I had a bigger calling, a louder calling, which was go. For me, and I've written about this some on the Instagram, um, and I talk about it personally, is climbing. I think it's not just me. Climbing is an, uh, really such a metaphor for life, of facing fears, of being with fear, of pushing some limits. And I am a true novice gym climber, so I'm not... Um, articulate about the ways of climbing in the bigger sense but I really identify with the metaphor of sticking with something sticking to the wall and in that sticking to myself believing not doubting and bigger yet is staying in my body so I went back that day and thought about these things and I was in a good space although anxious and I just named it you know hey anxiety I see you hanging out there with me and I just sort of went for it and the invitation that I had for myself was be gentle and have no declarations and no expectations and so one of the immediate I'll just call it a present I gave myself or a present saying is you don't have to do anything big. You're here, you showed up, get on the wall and have fun. And that's what I did. And I really let go of finishing a route or getting up high if I felt uncomfortable. And mind you, like I said, I hadn't been in so long, October 2021. And while I've definitely worked out and, and built strength, it's very different than getting on a climbing wall. And so it was tiring. And I found a particular climb or route um, that was really fun. And it wasn't up high, but it had challenge. And I had more fun doing it again and again and again. And I never even finished it. And now it's gone. A new route has been put up. But I almost had it. And almost for me was good enough because it had me stretching my edge, stretching myself into new places again I hadn't been in so long and the more time I spent there and it was probably an hour altogether the more 
joy came into my heart and laughter and I ran into some neighbor friends and so that made it real fun. And just practicing letting go and moving from my mind who wants to tell me this is scary and it can be scary but oh you're not good enough or all those harsh critical words and really practicing and that's the key word practicing moving out of that space into my heart and into my body. And so I would literally in my mind and actually even whisper to myself, you got this? Hello, fear. And I would just talk aloud quietly to myself and encourage myself. And that morning provided an aha of this idea of doing the thing that scares me, which is also right now, flying solo on this podcast, which is not a new aha, but what can come from it, the gifts that can come from it, which was leaving that gym feeling like I had a really good workout, tired, and that I had moments of leaving mind and being with body. And I'm just super grateful for it. So I've been going back about once a week, sometimes twice, but generally one. And um, it's not always like a great climbing day, and I don't care. It's not about that. It's about going to get some workout in and facing something that scares me. So I just wanted to circle back on that, and I'm sure... A lot of you out there have experiences that may be similar in in other um, experiences. So I wanted to circle back on that. And then something else I've been thinking a lot about is boundaries, or I guess I should say our boundaries. And remember back if you were with us in early January, our New Year's episode, that came right after we turned 2023. Lauren inspired me to come up with a word for the year. And I've done this before and sort of let it fall away. And so what I shared that day is boundaries. and, And there's a visual for me, which is boundary waters. And just real quickly, I could see myself in this beautiful pool of water, a lake really high in the mountains, evergreen trees around, and then expansive views of peaks and mountains. And knowing that the water is where I am, and it's in a sense this fluid container. So it's not rigid, but it's a reminder that I have boundaries. And the real deal here is, and I, Lauren and I may have even talked about this, and I, if not, I've certainly talked about it with some friends, other friends recently, is this idea that we don't always know what our boundaries are. And boundaries are about, as Brene Brown says, what's okay with me, what's not okay with me. And I've learned a lot about myself that, and this is on me, this is my responsibility, that throughout life, I made a lot okay for me. And that goes back to my story as a kid and how I thought I wanted to be or how I thought I was supposed to be in the world. 
And so here I am many years later after being a little kid, uh, having been around the block a few times uh, in my 50s, frankly, and new discoveries of perhaps why I haven't been so clear on boundaries. I would say I'm a recovering people pleaser and still do it because truth is it can feel good to do good things and and please other people but to a detriment if we are sliding ourselves out of the way and that relates to Lauren too taking self-care today and keeping a boundary of what is good and okay for her today there was no disappointment to me whatsoever because I want her to take care of herself but I could imagine she might have had thoughts of, oh, I don't want to disappoint Kathy. I don't want to disappoint our listeners. And I'm really proud of her for keeping a boundary. And I'm projecting this. I don't know what's in her thoughts. And also um, making choices of what's okay for her today. And doing the thing that is right for her. And so... I've been thinking a lot about boundaries and playing with them and honestly struggling with this idea that sometimes I can want something that is outside of my boundary in that I know it's not the right thing right now. It's not a terrible bad thing or anything like that, but for right now, it's not the right thing. And how challenging it is to want something so much that's outside of your boundary. Like, yep, I just can't do that today. I got to stick with myself like I was talking about that wall. And we could want to do something like want to do this podcast so badly, and yet it's not the thing today. I could want to do Uh, a project at work so badly and this is true this is true I have so much excitement about some new projects at work and it's not time and so what I'm practicing is sticking with me sticking in my body not taking a leap and putting into action something that isn't ready to be put out there yet and that's patience and sticking with myself in the boundary and I'll be real as I am it's frustrating sometimes because I'm highly intuitive and I have a big heart that speaks loudly and also a mind that speaks loudly and I think oh just leap and do it and I've done that many times in my life I've regretted it I've not regretted it but I tend to jump in sometimes and deal with the aftermath after and that's redundant but (laughs) deal with the aftermath after the decisions made and so I talked about boundaries being a word for the year and I think it's a word for always quite frankly and then also I would add that something that came up for me that I talked about earlier on this year is the idea of not making declarations so I've even thought about tattooing it on me, no declarations. I've gotten myself in trouble by making these grand sweeping declarations. I'm going to do this, even if it's as simple as I'm going to backpack solo 
today. This was something last summer. And then at the last minute, I thought, no, I'm not ready. And when I was on that hike, I thought, yeah, I could have done it. But I made this declaration, and then I come back on the declaration, take the declaration back. And I've just reflected on that quite a bit and thought, yeah, let's ease back on making declarations. So that's the other, I'll just call it a mantra I'm holding, which is no declarations. Just see where things go, be intentional, step into it, and not have to make big declarations. So an example of that is I'm taking this really fantastic course through work. Uh, it's called Dare to Lead, and it's um, it's not taught by Brene Brown, but it is taught by a certified Brene Brown instructor. And it's really um, been so solidly good so far in that this is the topics I love talking about and listening to people wrestle with, myself wrestling with, and we call them human skills. So it's a lot of the tenets that that Brene Brown has done so much research on from empathy, shame, vulnerability, boundaries, compassion, and getting to work with a group of professionals um, in all different capacities and all over the world working on the same issues and it's humbling and so anyway I'm in this course and I was saying to my um, boss that on that first day I was so excited and I'm taking a thousand notes and daydreaming of how can I bring this to work and then I just halted and because I realized I was drifting away from the class daydreaming and so I just stopped and wrote down no declarations just be a student so that's an example of that practice is being a student listening not making big leaps until it's time to make a big daring leap like the day I was ready to go back to the climbing gym maybe not daring for some but it was daring for me and so I waited until I knew it was time within myself and so I just wanted to circle back to that so boundaries no big declarations the story of the climbing gym and just share that with you as I meander along this morning uh, just seeing what comes up. So originally we had planned uh, to talk about the topic of doing nothing. And so Lauren and I decided, which I know she put on her Instagram as well as I, that we were we asked each other to just try it out, this doing nothingness. And there's a Dutch for it, word for it, which I think is Nick and um, I'll look it up. I'm not even going to get on myself for not knowing it in this moment but I read some about doing nothing and the idea is that it is doing nothing nothingness and so a lot of times in my life I think doing nothing is laying on my couch and binge watching a show or reading a book or listening to a podcast or making lists or looking at recipes 
And none of that is doing nothing. Doing nothing can look like staring out the window and just daydreaming. It can look like maybe you're waiting for an appointment and you're just literally zoning out. You're not reading a magazine in the office you're waiting in. You're not leafing through paperwork. You're literally just zoning out and maybe staring at something. And so I gave myself the offering to just practice it in baby steps. That's that's the other deal is... No big declarations. You don't have to master something in the first try and become an expert at doing nothing, uh, which, believe it or not, is something I have to remind myself of. And so I practiced a couple of times, and the time that I could feel it is I was sitting at my desk in my office here at home and looking out the window, and it's a window I love looking at. It's not that the view is so beautiful. It's just rooftops of other homes, and I like the colorscape, and they're old, and it. sometimes I feel like I'm going back in time, just sort of staring out and letting my mind wander. And so I had that experience yesterday where I wasn't thinking, and I was just zoning. And I left my mind. And I don't know that I would say I was in my body, but I certainly wasn't in my mind thinking. I was in another place. So I like this practice of doing nothing. And I'm definitely going to keep doing baby steps to practice it more. And something I read is that for people where meditation may not resonate or it's super challenging, doing nothing, that idea of just looking out the window and daydreaming, zoning out, can fulfill a similar um, experience of getting out of our minds. I am practicing meditation through a Headspace course and every morning and just being gentle with myself for that is it's learning to use new muscles and not punishing myself for trailing thoughts but just learning and this idea once again that comes up of being a student I've had a long time uh, relationship with getting things right and doing it right and even that perfection. And I've moved away quite a bit from perfectionism. I mean, it's always a reminder to keep practicing that. But for me, this idea of getting it right and being seen as getting it right. So these practices we're doing in all these areas of boundaries, of self-compassion, of feeling our feelings, of meandering relationships, of finding new ways, of being with hard things, is all practice. It's all practice. And that is something that sounds so simple, perhaps. I don't think it is. It's just being with what is and what comes up. And for me, that translates, and and this is kind of an aha as I'm talking, that translates to this very moment of, ah, that's what it is to be the student, is 
absorbing and listening and staying open and curious without any big declarations at this point. It doesn't mean I'm not listening for big calls. It doesn't mean that I'm not identifying those limiting inner voices and saying, I see you. In, in all of that, I'm being the student. And it's not easy. Uh, in the last few months, I've really brought out, which I shared, I think, last week about a really intense therapy session, and I won't get back into that, but all to say, what I love about therapy is self-discovery of things I thought I put to bed years and years and years ago, and then out they creep when an event occurs, and so really confronting those and facing those in new ways, and being a student with myself, learning about myself, learning, Lauren asked me about this week, this last week when we were sort of circling back to boundaries and also in light of self-compassion, which is this idea of sticking with myself, which I talked about around climbing, and also sticking with myself around boundaries and not abandoning myself, even though I think it's going to feel really good to do that thing, to bring that project to work or to whatever it might be, and it's not time. So being a student with patience. And I think all these topics weave together in terms of, in fact, that's a visual I have right now is just this weaving of the topics we've brought to life so far with you on this podcast of being with ourselves of feeling our feelings to know what we're experiencing, to know what is hard and painful and to express that, to know what's joyful and allow it. That's something, another big aha is that I have something called foreboding joy where I'll let myself feel joy and then sometimes take it away because I think it's going to fall away anyway. That's something I'm also just sitting with is allowing that full joy for however long it lasts. Nothing is permanent. Pain is not permanent. Joy is not permanent. So again, just being a student in this learning and sticking with oneself, listening to what's coming up and just allowing these tenants or human skills to come together and as I said I, this visual I have of a weaving and it's kind of like today writing solo here and not knowing at the start where I was going to go and just letting myself go just letting myself meander and solo up this wall or on this path or on this hike and I feel like as I come to a close here, I've been on this path with you today and I'm coming to the top and the clearing of where I know it's time to take a pause. And so that's where I will let it be for now. And we will pick up next week. Um, I am excited to, I'll be in some different locations for a couple weeks and um, 
am glad to just have the opportunity to get some new perspective. And thanks to the wonder of technology, we'll be able to come at you with new episodes um, each week. And again, I want to wish my friend Lauren and co-host really well and just acknowledge her for sticking with herself for taking care of herself, for practicing self-compassion, for holding boundaries, and feeling her feelings, I would imagine, to know what she needs. So we miss you, Lauren, and we'll see you and be with you soon. And to all of you, I hope you have a restful, wonderful weekend or whenever you listen to this. And please, as we always ask, and it is feel free to share with us anything you're learning or struggling with. You don't have to do it publicly on Instagram. I mean, you can chat to us in our email. You can uh, text us if you know us personally. But I'm really thankful to you for being with me today and letting me just be with you. And to a good day. Be well.